real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. On a more serious note, Garda have now got new powers to arrest and detain members of the public who flout the advice of the public health authorities uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Cabinet members members signed off on the new measures yesterday and they were signed into law by Health Minister Simon Harris, Tisha Gleovradka and the Attorney General. Measures in place at present mean members of the public must stay at home except to gather essential goods to provide essential care, essential jobs or to get a brief spell of exercise within a two kilometre range of their home. However, some people are not abiding by these guidelines. And can I say that in the, you know, in the normal, most people, most people are abiding by the guidelines in general, I would be honest with you. But they are worried about, I suppose, the Easter weekend. So those convicted under the new rules, as and from midnight last night, could face a maximum of six months in prison and a fine of €2,500. Now, this is not like the UK, where they have a fine of €160 and they double the fine if you're caught a second time. Now, of course, the law is very complicated on this, and I'm not going to go too much into it today. The Garda Sheikhana will tell you to go home. They will instruct you, because all laws are by consent in some sense. They will instruct you to go home. If they believe you're taking the wee-wee or you're not complying with the orders of the Garda, of course, they can arrest you and they can fine you. They can take it very seriously. And Garda Commissioner Drew Harris is due to announce details of the policing operation to police the regulations later on today. They will, uh, they will also just be discouraging people from travelling to holiday locations and holiday homes over the Easter weekend, and a special Garda operation will see additional checkpoints on the road and extra patrols at key locations such as parks and beauty spots. The regulations come into operation but expire on Easter Sunday. However, it is understood that they can be reinstated for different dates and signed into law by the Minister for other specific periods. So it is temporary legislation. Now, the Chief Medical Officer, Tony Hoolan, said yesterday that he did not expect to be able to recommend a lifting of severe restrictions on the economic activity and movement of people this weekend, as suggested, I suppose, two weeks ago by Leo Varadkar. He said continued levels of high compliance was needed with the restrictions. And Minister for Justice Charles Charlie Flanagan has said the Gardaí can force people to go home under the temporary new powers. And he was quite adamant about that. He spoke today in Sean O'Rourke's show. Mr Flanagan said, if there are a small number of people who flout regulations, the law will be there as a last recourse for Angarda Shia So I want to know if you agree with him. Do you welcome the new Garda powers of restricting movement during the COVID-19 crisis? Now, the Garda always had the power over the last three weeks to tell you to go home or two weeks to tell you to go home and to tell you not to be abusing, you know, the, the kind of advice by the government. And if you got tick, of course, with the Garda Sheikhana under the Public Order Act, they could charge and fine you anyway. But these new laws make it, I suppose, that the guards can literally, if they see you and you're not social distancing and you're more than two kilometres from your gaff and you're wandering around the Dublin mountains with a haversack on your back or you're off in your holiday caravan somewhere halfway down the mountains, uh, they have the power to knock on your door, take you out the door, handcuff you and bring you off to a cell. So do you agree with it? Do you agree with it? Now, I'm not going to say they're all going to overuse these powers. I'm sure it'll be for people who take the piss. So... Do you agree with the new powers? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 I'm looking generally at some of the polls that are online. Most people seem to agree with it, but there are people who disagree with it. And I know the Council for Civil Liberties has an issue with it. Um, they believe that the Guardian should avoid at all costs using these measures. Uh, that people's liberty is very important as well, within reason. So I want you to text. Uh, the number is 87 or you can WhatsApp us. Do you agree with it? Uh, Donald, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Donald? How are you doing, I? 
Yeah, well, Donal, our liberty is important, but at a time like this, I suppose, you know, saving lives comes before liberty, doesn't it? It does, of course, Niall. Listen, it's as simple as this, Niall. Look, I got, I got my test done six, six days ago. I still haven't got my results. Like. You're still waiting? I'm still waiting. But and I, how do you feel? Well, I'm angry that I'm still waiting. No, I'm not, I'm not asking you about yeah. emotionally how you're feeling. Oh, oh. <laughs> how you're well, you I'm only breathing heavy now. I'm not doing what you think I'm doing. I'm out the back and doing a bit of training. Right, okay, but you, you feel okay, so you're most likely <laughs> I do know. I feel 100% now, I do, actually. Right, I, okay. I think if I did have it, I'm after coming out the other side. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I had a guy on the air last night, and, and, and this is a good story to tell people, but the guy on the air, yeah. he's actually a, good, a personal friend of mine. And yeah. uh, four weeks ago, when it all kind of kicked off first, he, because he's had two heart attacks and he, had, uh, he has other underlying heart mm. conditions as well, uh, and he had a bit of a cough. He decided to go to the HSE. They sent him for a test. Took nearly a week to get the test. Took nearly yeah. two weeks to get the results. He only got the results yeah. last Sunday. And he was positive. Now, he yeah. had a bit of a cough and a headache for a day. Yeah. yeah. And he was he tested positive. So, for most people, you will get mild symptoms. Yeah, so go. Yeah, so, look, at, Niall, it could have been a chest infection I had. And maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. Anyway, but, you know. But what I'm saying, Niall, is, look, I'm not surprised when you, when you said the, the civil liberties code are against this, like... Well, like, no, 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 hang on. Now, let's, let's be clear. They're not against it, but they're asking the Garda Sheikhana not to use the powers unless completely necessary. Well, you see, well, you see now, we're going to pass that now. I, I really do think so. Because I hear, I hear look at and I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of the minister, but I think that he, he's doing a fairly good old job at the moment. I really do like Because he's up against it. And he does look tired. Who? Simon Harris? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. And I don't think he's getting a lot of sleep. He needs a shave. But, but, here's the, yeah, but here's the thing, now. Yeah. It's as simple as this. First of all, when I hear the minister and other people saying it's a small minority, and it is a small minority, but that is. minority is thousands and thousands of people. Thousands of people, the minority is, that's going out and going to these places. And I don't agree that they should be put into jail, these people, but what needs to happen, if you're below in the caravan park, in the Hinch or Ballybunion or above in Glendalough now walking, and then when you're told to stay awake, you need to be named and shamed. You need to be charged, ah, brought into no, court, and no, shamed. No. You do not. Like. No, 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 I understand. No, I look, look, I, 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 no, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's, eno- there's enough people being classed as social pariahs at the moment because of others. I, I agree with the powers of the Garda Sheikhana yeah. to force yeah. people to do what they need to do, yeah. right? Yeah. But when you start naming and shaming people, this is not the era of Frankenstein's villagers, which is stopped, do I won't stop, guys. They shouldn't be doing it. I'm not saying we should do it. They, they, they shouldn't be doing it. No, Nile. When you because no, Nile. Because there was a, there was a clown there. She's on YouTube. She's some part of a journalist. She gave some. Uh, okay, don't mention her name. Okay, don't mention no, her name. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know her name. I don't know her name. Okay, well, that's grand. That's the, that's the type of person that loves naming and shaming other people. Yeah, yeah. And, and these people that's out doing this, they would be very fast to name and shame. My, I tell you this, please. My mother, she's well into her 80s. She, she's cocooned. She's not outside the door. They all would kill me if she died in the morning. The biggest sad thing. I couldn't give her a decent burial. This is what's happening. And these people don't care. And I, no, and hang on for a second. And I think people do care. I think everybody cares. No, I think everybody cares. But, you know, I think some people are a little bit lapsed in the way they're dealing with it, right? And there are some people who are taking extra chances and having an L wander up the Dublin mountains or whatever it happens yeah, to be. Yeah. Right? And, and they're wrong. They're absolutely yeah. wrong. And if the Garda yeah. Sheikhana catch them, similar to the UK, they should get a fine. Absolutely get a fine for doing it. I'm not on about the people that's going up the yeah, Dublin but, mountains. But, 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 whatever, going away there. to the holiday homes or whatever it happens yeah. to be. But, yeah. what, what I'm say, yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, Donald, naming and shaming. I mean, what, what do you want to do next? Do you want to put them on a rack in the middle of O'Connell no, Street? I mean, no, just stop. But you see, that's all I want to do. I don't want to throw them into prison. We're asking, I, don't want to I mean, we prison. are asking, you have to understand, 
you know, we're asking people to do something which was never illegal before. We're asking yeah. people to make huge, huge sacrifices yeah, in life. And, stop, well, hang on, for the most part, people are doing it. You know yeah, what I mean? The most part. But the, but the small minority will throw us back into Italy and uh, Spain. Well, I don't think the small oh, yeah, No, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I listened to a medical expert the other day. And I'm not, by the way, encouraging for any minute, uh, you know, anybody breaking the rules, right? Because you shouldn't break the rules. I want everybody to abide by the rules, particularly over the bank holiday weekend, right? But I, I listened to an expert on the radio this, this morning, the other morning. And he said, basically, once we can get an 80 to 90% compliance rate, he said, yeah. we can flatten that curve. He said, they understand they're not going to get 100 percent compliance. They never expected to get that. Um, to everybody listening, of course, as we know, uh, Simon Harris made it very clear, by the way, to all the boys and girls listening that the Easter Bunny um, can obviously travel around to deliver Easter eggs. As long as the Easter Bunny keeps a social distance, he can do that. So, uh, But maybe if your friends are buying you an Easter egg or your aunts and uncles are buying you an Easter egg, according to Charlie Flanagan today, they're not allowed to deliver them because that's not, or Drew Harris, that's not a necessary journey. So to anybody who wants to deliver Easter eggs themselves, uh, aside from the job of the Easter Bunny, um, Drew Harris has just said that's not a necessary journey, so you're not to be doing it. Uh, Donald, just stay there for a second. Let me go to Claire as well. Claire, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Claire? Hi, how are you, Niall? Good. Claire, they were all talking about the Easter Bunny. God bless them. Uh, oh, no. God, love it. You know, you can tell them all they're safe out. They're going to get their eggs because the Easter Bunny is doing his laps here on the lawn in Pier House in Doolan every morning. Right, he's good. So, he's socially isolating. He does it very early in the morning. Right, good. When nobody else is around, obviously. Right, that's good. Yeah. Okay, but Claire, you happy with the new powers? Oh, I'm very happy. I'm okay. thrilled with him. Yeah, I'm okay. thrilled with him. And why, why, um, but why particularly are you happy? Well, um, because up until a couple of days ago, you still had people coming into the area, you know. Okay. Um, but they closed the pier here, so there's restrictions here. Now you can't go beyond right, so Fisher there's, Street. So there's nothing for you to see, really, if you go there. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. It's blocked off the pier and the car parks down there, so you can't go down there now, which is brilliant because there were people coming. I mean, it's like disaster tourism, you know. Right, there was yeah. people coming anyway, like, and, and a couple of days ago there was French camper vans down there, like, and we're like, what? <laughs> but they French were camper on. vans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And would ever moved on, so. I don't know where they were moved to. And, is, uh, and where, uh, you're in Doolin, is it? Yeah. Yeah, in Doolin. Okay. Yeah. And, and that would, the kids tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so it's a wonderful big holiday resort. A lot of people would travel there on a weekend away, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. are you still expecting people to chance their arm? Um, yes. Um, now, I know we're, we're not as badly off now as La Hinch. La Hinch is really know, in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're in trouble in La Hinch because the word on the ground this morning was a whole load of people came during the night last night. Yeah. Right. So I don't understand why they can't. You know I, I believe, yes, there was a lot of English re- English registration vehicles mm-hmm. arrived yeah. in Lynch. Yeah. And, and Dublin ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, um, so people coming down for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what I don't understand is, like, surely, like, the guards can check everyone's wage plate and they'll know that they're not meant to be there. What do you think of what Donald said, that anybody caught should be named and shamed? Is that a bit OTT? I'm, I'm afraid at this stage they might have to. Um, no, no. Can I just in there one second? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Donald. Go yeah, on. No. <laughs> Do you know what's cut to drink driving in this country is when people are named in the paper. Well, that's because that they, the well, they go to court and it's a matter of public yeah, record. These people do go to court. Yeah, but, but hang on. No, no. I'm, by the way, I'm not disagreeing with that. If somebody goes to court for breaking the rules, now obviously they're really taking the piss if the guard has to send them to court uh, for breaking the rules, right? Um, well, then they'll be named and shamed anyway because it's well, a matter of public record. Well, that's, that's I, no, I don't mean just people who are stopped, but... But Niall, if you're stopped, you're told to go home. If you don't go home... Then you're uh, well, if you're, if you're stopped and told to go home and you don't go home, you're an arsehole. 
Yeah, but now this is what will happen. People will be stopped at tour to go home. And the, the, a lot of these clowns will go back again. That, that lady living around Doolan, and I hope I see her in the summer. I'm a coach driver, so... Right, OK. Oh, right, who, 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 who are you with? Uh, I work for Holiday Ireland and... and oh, um, lovely, lovely, I, I meet a lot of drivers, actually, yeah. Right. I, yeah I, I, mean, I, I try I, to get I, out for my lunch, and I always... Oh, this is turning into a love-in, lads. Hang on, I've only got a minute and a half, and I need to go to Amy. Actually, sorry, don't hold the thought for a second. Amy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Amy? Hi, how are you? Hey, join the love-in. Um, Amy, oh, <laughs> Amy, do you think the new measures are necessary? Or are they a bit strict? I mean... Honestly, I think they're a bit extreme, but I do think they're necessary because, I mean, as Donald's saying, you can name and shame people all you want, but I honestly don't think that's going to be effective. I mean, you'll have some people and you could name and shame them all day and that's not going to make a difference to them. Whereas if there's a financial threat or if there's a threat of actually serving prison time, people will listen to that. And I think that it's, you know, we all have a part to play. Everyone is making sacrifices. And I think... If there are fools out there who think that they're above that and are above everyone else and can just put other people's lives in danger, then they have to be made to face consequences. Right. And those consequences no, have no, to be no. bigger than just naming no, and shaming. No. Yeah. Just say something. Yeah, Claire, go ahead. Yeah, yeah if you're, if, like, I'm sorry, no, it's, not, it's awful to be saying it, but quite a lot of the holiday homes that are in the Hinch, not in Doolan because we don't have many holiday homes here, but quite a holiday, lot of the holiday homes that are in the Hinch are owned by very wealthy people and they don't care about being fined. They'd have to be given jail time. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I, no, I do get. Yeah, yeah. and well, I know in the UK they have like a 160 euro fine, which doubles if you're caught the second time, and all that kind of carry on. But they, but they also have you can you can be arrested as well if you if you're caught over you know doing it on a regular basis. I think the idea of this is we we accept that most people are complying, and, and the majority of the population are being very are behaving themselves during this very difficult time when you're having your liberty taken away from you. Something that we we take for granted, I suppose. But I, I think there are individuals out there and you're right Amy no matter what you do they're still going to break the rules yeah I mean the Scottish uh, Scottish Health Secretary she didn't retire on I know she, well, who, why did she even think she, nobody was going to take a photograph of her Amy I mean what do you think of the Council of Civil Liberties have said they would prefer if the guards didn't use these resources I mean you know obviously it's preferable no one likes as you said having their, their liberty and their freedom taken away you know it's something that people in this country have died for, you know, mm. that, that we have our... The men of 1916 outside the GPO! <laughs> My grandfather! Yeah, sorry, Bob. No, Some, right. Somebody's bound to say that. Go on, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, and it's it's something that we value, but, you know, the point of having freedom, you know, that's something that we all have, and that people are suffering from from this disease, and people are dying from this disease. So if sacrificing that, even for a little while, and everyone is doing it, and if it's even for a little while means that we can save lives and that we get back to having that freedom and having that liberty much, much faster, you know, then if some if extreme measures are necessary, then they're necessary. So I think that, you know, the Council of Civil Liberties saying that obviously, yes, it is preferable that they don't use them, but it may come down to it that they are. And I think that's something that people just okay. have to accept. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Amy. And I'll take a few more calls on that after the break as well. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087 And Now, I will take some more calls a little bit later in relation to the Guard of Powers and the new powers brought in by Garda Sheikhan and Drew Harris, Simon Harris and uh, Leo Varadkin, the Attorney General, last night, at midnight last night. Now, this, of course, is to stop people venturing out or taking the wee-wee over the, the wonderful, beautiful weekend it's going to be. And it's, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough for everybody because, unfortunately, 
or maybe fortunately, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. It looks like the weather's going to be nice. It's probably 18 degrees out there at the moment, which is lovely. It's the start of the summer. And I know everybody is just gagging to get out there and do something nice because you all got a bit of time off. But do the garden. Uh, paint the back of your house, whatever it is. You know, do those bits of pieces that you need to do. And I'm sure you're probably all sick doing a bit of DIY. But I, I wanted to read out something for you first. And um, this has kind of upset me a lot during the break. And it says, as I'm a regular listener to the show, uh, who I'd be familiar with. Now, could you please read this out to all the selfish you-know-whats out there who are complaining about these new rules for the guards enforcing lockdown? Today, I had to sit outside the maternity hospital while the love of my life inside was being given a list of things that are wrong with our unborn child. She had to sit on her own while the doctor told her the baby we were so excited to have, which would share a birthday with my recently deceased mother, was going to die before birth or shortly after. I'm not writing this looking for sympathy. I'm just trying to highlight how there are people out there like us or people with a family member who is terminally ill uh, who are sticking by these restrictions for the good of everybody else. We are suffering pain and heartache at not being able to see or comfort loved ones during these tough times for the greater good of everyone at large. So if you are one of these people who decides to have a barbecue or go and see a family or decide these laws don't apply, well, then obviously you're being selfish. And can I personally, personally uh, give my condolences, if that's the right word to use, I don't even know the right word to use because I feel so uncomfortable even saying that, to the individual who sent us in that message because you know I'm familiar with you. And can I just say I am absolutely shocked, I'm devastated, I'm really sad to hear that and it really is very upsetting. It is very, very upsetting to read your message. And I'm so sorry because I know you and your partner were really looking forward to that baby and you were looking forward to bringing that new baby into the world and it's not going to happen. And I have this vision of you sitting outside the hospital and I know you're saying that people are selfish uh, and I agree with you. When you take into consideration your situation, I completely agree with you. But in saying that, you know, I personally don't believe you should be sitting outside. You should be with your partner right now. There should be some way of dealing with that situation. There has to be another way. Have we... I understand all the restrictions. And I understand why we're doing this. And it's to save lives, etc, etc. But we can't always let emotion get in the way of logic. And there should be some way of allowing the man to see his wife who might be terminally ill in hospital before she dies or vice versa. There should be some way of allowing a daughter or son see their father or mother in palliative care just before they die because we will never get those moments again. There should be some way, the person who wrote this message, of you being there to hold your wife's hand while she's been given this terrible, terrible news. There should be some way of doing that and that involves a small risk, so be it. But I think it's inhumane of us, inhumane, to expect people to go through these really difficult situations under those restrictions. And we will look back in a year's time and say, why didn't we allow that chap to be with his wife in that room and hold her hand while she was being given that terrible news? Why didn't we allow that woman to hold her husband's hands in the last five minutes of his life while he said goodbye to his family? Why did we allow that to happen? Why did we not come up with another arrangement? 
All right, let me go back to the uh, original topic earlier on where we were talking about uh, these new guard of powers and restrictions, particularly over this bank holiday weekend. And Green Party Councillor Roisin Garvey uh, is obviously given out about people heading off to La Hinch because we did mention La Hinch earlier on to their holiday homes. Um, how are you doing, Roisin? How's things? Hi, Niall. How are you doing? Yeah, I mean, um, so unfortunately, not just La Hinch. Since I sent out the tweet yesterday, it's, I've got reports from everywhere beautiful in Ireland, basically. Yeah, we've had we've had a couple of uh, people on already giving it about... Please, from Dingle like, down to Dingle. Yeah, yeah. Doolin, somebody up in Doolin saying they had to close off the pier because there was French campers there during the week, which was yeah. quite bizarre. Yeah, the camper vans. But of course, yeah. Le Hinch has already had an influx of people for the holiday weekend. Yeah, we did have to make a video and get it shut down there a few weeks ago for Mother's Day. Yeah, okay. And uh, look, sure, you know, everybody wants to go to beautiful places when they when they're trying to deal with um, something like this and also because they're maybe they're off work or whatever. But, like, I only live a couple of miles from the beach. I haven't seen it in, what, 10 days now. I'd love yeah. to go to the beach. I know it's good for me, but I can't go. Right. So we just don't want people to go there that live near there. That's okay, so if you, yeah, if you live more than two kilometres away, you're not, you're, supposed to, you're not supposed to be near it. Yeah. No, yeah, unless your shopping centre is right at the, at the beach. We have no shopping centres at beaches. No, We no. don't have supermarkets at beaches. So, you know, there's no reason for anybody to be at a beach unless they live there. Unfortunately... Look, for, in Clare, for example, we have 4,000 kilometres of roads. There's plenty of places to go walking. Yeah. You know, but people have to stay where they live and make the most of what they have in their two-kilometre radius, which is a 4K diameter, and uh, see what they can find locally. And unfortunately, we have to suck it up and stay at home. And, like, it, it's hard for us all, but the last thing we want is people coming down from an area where there is lots of cases. And what do you think uh, of the new legislation that was brought in last night, that which gives Garda Shikana more powers to not only I arrest know. people, but a fine of two and a half grand if I they know. break these rules? Now, we, I know I know the Council of Civil Liberties kind of don't agree, and they want I the know. guards to limit how they use this legislation, but do you accept it? Well, it's horrific to see that they have to, it, has, it has come to that. But, you know, as, like, as I said, if you have an 83-year-old woman ringing you, crying down the phone because she sees all these Dublin red cars coming into her estate and people aren't listening. Unfortunately... Well, we explain to... that to us because most of the listeners wouldn't be familiar with that. So you, you had a woman rang you. Yeah, this lovely old woman in La Hinch rang me and she was upset on the phone for a few minutes before I got her talking and she basically, she has cocooned herself since Leo told her to. That's a yeah. good girl. Yeah. And uh, she's been looking out the window because all she has... She hasn't gone outside her front door literally this woman. Right, I can and understand why. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she... Her... All she can do is look out the window. So she's been doing that a lot. Because that's all she can do with regards to relating to the outside world. And she rang me really upset because she had seen so many cars coming into the estate that were not local people that were coming down. And this isn't the day now that Leo told us to go somewhere and stay there. This was yes, the day before yesterday. Yeah. So I suppose if you had a holiday home, the time to move down to us and lock in and cocoon, which nobody has a problem with, was when we were told to do that nine days ago. Not and just now stay there. Because yeah. Yeah, you have to stay in one place. Yeah. And it's it's too late now. If you haven't picked your holiday home for that place, it is too late now to pick your holiday home. Stay where you are. The key thing, I, I actually think this weekend is actually complete, could be a complete turning point for how this whole virus affects the country if we stay at home and, and instead of choosing. See, I think what people are worried about, and I know maybe this is not your field, and people are kind of happy to accept the lockdown. Most people, I think there's a, probably an 80% compliance rate out there, I, I'm happy to say. Higher, right? I'd say, yeah. Yeah, probably. And look, most people have been reasonably well behaved as citizens who normally had liberty. Uh, but in saying that, I think what people are afraid of or worried about is there doesn't seem to be an exit plan. You know, it just keep gets gets extended. And, it, and we've seen that in other countries too, in, you know, obviously in Spain and Italy, which had the worst of it, obviously. But even in London as well, we're seeing extensions constantly in America extensions and they're saying yeah. well okay we're okay with this but how long more how long more can you I please know. give us so a date we'd all love an end date wouldn't we Niall give us a date but I mean we are not that deep into it yet 
this is only our second week of a full lockdown, so we are not that deep into it. It shows you, it shows you how used to liberty we were, by the way, doesn't it? We almost yeah, forgot it also, what it's like it now. It also looks like we're doing better than other countries, so... Mm. Uh, you know, I'm usually quite cynical about this, the system and the state and all that. But I have to say, in this one, I'm not an expert, and none of us are. I think we should just suck it up and do what we're told for once. Right, okay. All right, okay. And anybody who knows me won't say I'm the most obedient person in the world, but I'm afraid at this time we need to just do what we're bloody told. And do you have elderly grandparents or parents yourself? Oh, no, or? my parents are living, what, 400 metres from me? Right, okay. So I stand at their gate and talk to them every day. All right, okay. Shout down uh, at them. <laughs> but like, that's what, see, I think it got to me, my mother got really upset there last week because we when the media was showing all these people breaking the rules she was like but if I can break, if I can obey the rules why can't everybody else like why don't they care you know yeah, what I mean it's, yeah. it's that simple yeah and so unfortunately unfortunately for the for the minority we've had to bring in these huge extra ridiculously you know two and a half grand and all that but that seems to be the only way that's working well I, I think it would be fair to say and I think we would all agree we would like the Guardi to use these powers sparingly because we are, we are ah, talking yeah. about people's liberty so, but that you, seems to be the way they're going about it I mean that's what Simon people who are taking the piss basically Simon Harris was saying and stuff I, I, the guards have been I've, God I've made friends with guards I never even knew existed in the last few weeks <laughs> and everybody's working together there's so much positivity there like the majority of the thing is everybody's being really kind to each other all the time and I cannot see the guards completely abusing this in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think and I think they're going to target people who are uh, who are blatantly abusing these rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think they will. I think if, if they stop a car and the person has come down from a city somewhere else, or you know, and they have their address is not in the county. I'd say they they won't be finding them, but they'll be saying, "Off you, back you go." Oh, on your way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, and it's a killer for us because we, we you know, we, we appreciate people coming down and it's how it makes it gives lots of people jobs around the area. Tourism is massive. Apart well, of course, Little Hinch relies on tourism. Yeah, tourism is massive in the Hinch. So yeah. I don't, I don't and want this would be, be this would then. normally be this, the kind of start of the tourist season. This bank holiday would be the kickoff. Oh, well, it would kick it? off St. Patrick's yeah. Day from yeah. then on. And like, yeah. I really want, like, there's no vilifying here. We just need everybody to do the right thing at this time. It's not like, oh, Dublin people don't care and us people down the country do. It's, that's not the narrative here. The narrative is, is that most people are being brilliant and kind to each other and a few people are, taking, are not taking it seriously enough and that's how it spreads. Yeah. And the number one thing you can do to help this whole pandemic go away sooner rather than later so we do get an end date to all this madness is yeah. by staying at home and not moving like all right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Green Party Councillor Roisin Garvey. Uh, people heading off to the Hinch, don't do it, is what she's saying. Don't even be tempted to do it. Stay in your gaff and wash your hands. <laughs> All right, uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 How do you feel about the new powers? And by the way, can I mention as well, so many people are texting in relation to the message I read out at the start of the show there um, from one of our regulars um, in relation to his partner and the fact that uh, their poor baby is not going to survive its birth. Uh, so many people, by the way, are texting in uh, their condolences and their sympathies. And I know you didn't want their sympathies, and I understand you didn't want it. That wasn't the reason for your text. But just to let you know that everybody is thinking of you and your partner at this really, really difficult time in your lives. Right, now getting back to the lockdown, by the way. Tyg, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tyg? Hey, Niall. Good to hear you. Good. Nice to hear you too, Tyg. Tyg, these new measures that were brought in last night by our minister... Mm. Uh, well, by all three of them, actually, by Leo Varadkar, by Simon Harris, and also Charlie Flanagan, Minister for, uh, for Justice. Is it OTT or, or is it needed, really? No, it's not needed. The, even the commissioner said people were uh, obedient and they, that there was no need for them. Um, so well, then, well, if the commissioner said that, why is the one that he was ta- why was the one that he was suggesting to Leo Varadkar that talked to the Attorney General yesterday to bring in this legislation? Well, 
from what I heard in the news yesterday, uh, it was actually um, the government had said that it's better to have this in case something happens. And I never in my life heard of a law being brought in uh, pre-criminal acts. You know, if you don't have crime in an area, I mean, there's, I think most people will abide by Garda directions. And if I'm not mistaken, there's already laws there to provide for guards giving directions to people. Yeah, well, they're, they're under the Public Order Act, if you don't comply hmm. with the orders of Angarda Sheikhana, you are committing a crime anyway. Yeah, and we're in a state of emergency at the moment, so I think that'd be fair enough, even at that you know, you know what, actually, the one thing they will criticise the government about, if I am going to be critical of this thing, I, I've noticed of late, we can bring in legislation overnight to hmm. deal with situations. Yes, during the good times, or the normal times, when we've had problems and we're demanding legislation, it's always, oh, we can't bring in legislation that quick. Right, and that's right. So, this legislation, the question is, how long will it be here for? Like, I have an issue, and what I texted you about was an issue with this stopping people going to their holiday homes. I don't have a holiday home, but with that said, uh, why should an elderly couple not go to a secluded location to self-isolate if they have property in a secluded Because they have location? to get there. That's, isn't that the, the so what? Isn't I mean, they drive down the road in their own car. Yeah, but what happens if they don't interfere yeah, yeah, with anyone? Yeah, but if something happened, let's say they got a flat tyre, they have to stop to get petrol or, you know, or they had an accident. You, they, listen, I... I know, no, know, I know, I'm only giving you the... All open. Yeah, I know. The, and, there, and you can go in and the petrol stations have taken precautions to allow passengers, to allow people go in and, and, you know, buy a cup of coffee, not to mind, get uh, petrol. But at the end of the day, I think there's nothing wrong with an elderly couple driving across the country. We have a motorway, we have roads, we have all that. And I think most cars these days don't break down. And if they get across the country and they go into self-isolation, like I live in a very urban area here in Limerick, and I can tell you it's full of people. And now everyone is confined into these densely populated areas while the rest of the country is empty. I, I mean, I don't think that's sensible. I think it, the most sensible thing is to separate more. That's what we're asked to do. And yet this law confines people together. So, so, so you, you don't see any harm in somebody jumping into their car, which, nope. you know, would be hematically sealed. Own. That's right. Uh, yeah, and, and going off to their holiday home in Lehinch right. or whatever it happens to be, or Doolin or Limerick, and, and isolating there for the weekend. Absolutely. I don't see why. Yeah, but but, then, but then when they get there, they do need to go to the shops and stuff like that, don't they? And the not... local people need to go to the shops and everyone needs to go to the shops. I mean, what's the difference? But, between... then, but then they are walking to more than two kilometres from their home. It is. See, the thing about it is, I understand what you're saying, and you're probably right in a sense. But in saying that, we have to have rules, and the rules are there for a reason. And if everybody can start bending those rules and saying, "Well, sure, look, you know, as long as I'm not touching anybody or hitting off anybody or within distance of anybody, sure, what's the problem?" But these rules are getting a little bit draconian, and they're being brought in by people who are enjoying rules and they're enjoying seeing people. I don't. I don't. I, well, I, I don't think Simon Harris and Leo Radcar are enjoying doing this. Well, you've had a lot of people on this morning who, basically, they're all about let's get out and horsewhip people. You well, know? I no, I didn't agree with that, and I don't. I don't agree <laughs> I know, with that but, because but, well, because we are asking people to abide by rules, which were never crimes before, by the way. You have this element though in society which enjoys this. My point on it is, if an elderly couple, particularly if elderly people, have a holiday home and they want to travel across the country and stay in their holiday home in self-isolation, I think that's probably healthier than I'm staying in a built-up urban environment surrounded by people. And as we've heard, lots of people in urban environments not obeying the social distancing 
and all that kind of thing. I went for a walk earlier this morning. I met several elderly people going for a walk as well. They were terrified, you know. Everybody else was not. I mean, there's nobody socially isolating out on the road. I, I did see but, an elderly couple this morning, and I'd say I looked at them, and I reckon they were in their late seventies, and the two of them were walking together in a walk, having a walk. Yeah. Now, now that was in the city, but but stay stay there for a second. Let me go to Stephen's. The road, if well, well, they're not supposed food. to do that, but anyway, Stephen, yeah. it's very hard to tell teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, Stephen, you're on yeah. Classic Kids. How you doing, Stephen? Hi, United. How's it going? Uh, Stephen, I, I understand what Tig is saying in principle, uh, but the rules is the rules, uh, and you know, obviously, the rules have got tougher overnight. Um, and you know, and Tig believes these rules are a little bit draconian. I have to say, I agree with him. Um, the, the problem you have is there seems to be overall level of compliance among the people. Yes, absolutely. And the and the problem we have is how do you enforce compliance in people who just won't do it? So, well, they're never going to do it. There are ourselves out there who are never going to do it. But you see, the laws are already there for the Public Order Act. Yeah. We do, so we, we this. I'm fully in favour of the lockdown. I'm absolutely in yeah, favour. I, I think it, everybody but, supports the strategy. Yes, I think we do. That's and to even say. to the even to the people um, who move, there, there's an argument there that the people who get into their car in Dublin and drive to, let's say, La Hinch. We don't want to be hitting no, on one town all the time. No. Let's, say let's say Mayo, just would be different. Say right? Mayo or say Wexford or yeah, wherever. Yeah. They could bring it with them, even unknowingly, right? So, you know, lockdown is everybody stay within their confined spaces. But the Public Order Act is there to deal with people, to break up house parties, to tell people to move on, to go home. And if you don't go home, you're in under the Public Order Act. There's no need to bring in something that is, in a sense, totalitarian. And I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer, you know. But No, no, is it, is, it, well, no it, like is, it is totalitarian, but it is uncharted territory. It is unprecedented times. It is a national emergency. So you'll only ever get totalitarian legislation when you're in a national emergency. Yes, but... I would, hope, I would hope, by the way, yeah. Well, you see, this is the problem. This is, the, is that you're also looking at, which is a severe lack of faith that this is ever going to be rescinded. It just is, this will be it, and at the drop of a hat. Well, I think I think I, this I, is the biggest problem for everybody. Everybody is compliant, and I think within reason, most people are compliant. And I think yeah, for, for I, people, they need reassurance. And I, I, I don't know why we're not getting that. That's the one thing I think we're missing from government at the moment. A reassurance that, look, it'll all go back to the way it was soon, lads. If, if government, if they stood there and they told us, Bible in hand, we will lift this. This is supposed to be only in place over the Easter weekend anyway, you know. But yeah. It, it, you know, so we... Well, there's another two, we can clearly see this going to be another two weeks but, now. You if know. they stood there and told us we lift it in the morning, well, personally, I wouldn't believe a word that, of it. That, well, that, that's not going to happen. But, but, but okay, but, but if, they, you know, if they said to you, listen, our plan is to flatten this curve and if we don't see a result within two weeks or three weeks or it hasn't changed or we believe it's not working or we believe it is working, well, see, if it is working, what are we going to, do we keep doing this then? Well, you know what I mean? See, see here's, the, here's, here's the thing, the, the, the whole, po- that makes me smell a rat. And I don't mean smell a rat as in, but it's a shame they weren't there when people were coming home from Cheltenham. To do this, or when people—I know, no, I know, no. There was a, there was balls dropped. I mean, everybody knows that. I mean, you know, and there was flights coming in from Italy that weekend as well. Yeah, so everybody, everybody knows. But look, there's no point in talking about the past. Well, it, it's one thing to say we are where we are. That's fine. 
we 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 all understand. We are where we are. Yeah, yeah. But to introduce something that's totalitarian legislation at the heart, without any recourse, without anything, just it's on the television. This is in place. Do it. If I if I go to my local village to go to the uh, vegetable supplier to buy my vegetables, I have to account to what I'm doing to a guard. Now. I have no reason to fear the guard. I have no reason to get into an exchange with the guard that's not going to go well. But if by any chance the guard decides, I don't like you, what have, what, what recourse have I got? Nothing. Uh, all of, uh, and to add it onto that, you're then taking kind of the power off the guards because they're just going to stand there and say, doing the job in the van or doing the job, you're getting fine, best of luck, you get lost. And so, so you do agree with the strategy for the moment, but what you're saying is you, you, you think the legislation is a bit over the top. The, the legislation is definitely over the top. Okay, okay, but well, listen, I have to take a break. Sorry, and Tig as well. I'm going to come back to the two years after the break, hopefully. Uh, I have to take a break because I'm going a bit over time today. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 188 Robbie, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Robbie? Not bad yourself. Good, Robbie. Always a good man to have on towards the end of the show. Don't you know? <laughs> yeah. I was seeing the best headline of the year this morning. Did you see it? No. Get out your back and tan. Yeah, oh, very good. I'm like, I'm like, get out your back and tan. Was, I yeah. think it was on the the Daily the Mirror or one of those. But yeah, the, the headline, big black writing, get out your back and tan. I what that was what a wonderful editorial. Yes, brilliant. I like it. Yeah, brilliant. good thinking. There's creative people around at the moment, Robbie. But Robbie, brilliant. do you agree with the new guard of powers? There's, there's kind of a mixed reaction to them. I mean, even Drew Harris is suggesting that it may be, un- well, he's not suggesting it's unnecessary, but that people are compliant, generally speaking. As I said to Helena, it's for the few and not the many. Mm. And, and that's what it is. And you know yourself, it's the, it's the balloons who don't listen and I'll do what we want to do, people, you know. You're not going to tell me where I'm going to go. Them, them, you know. And it is, it's, it's for the few and not the many and it's not for the many and the few, you know. So I think it's like, and one of, I think it was John or someone who was on there earlier on says that that small percentage is thousands of people and it's a fair point and it is thousands of people. And I mean, it's the long weekend, the sun is shining, it's lovely, as the headline says, get out your back in hand and don't be doing it. Like, I think the weekend's to change uh, weather-wise, I think it's getting a bit wet, so that might be a bonus in a way. You put know, a bit of dampener on it, yeah. Put a bit of a dampener on it, yeah. <laughs> but still, I, I know a couple of guards and they were telling me they were stopping people down in holes and places like that at the weekend. And it's just kind of like, yes, it's tough. We're all stuck indoors and well, I'm not walking. But, you know... Yeah, I mean, my son sent me a photograph. He was out walking the dog. He lives over there at Dundrum, right? And he was out walking the dog and he sent me a picture of the cars parked at Marley Park, right? And there was lines of cars parked at Marley Park, right? And... If you have to park there, it means you had to drive to it. If you had to drive to it, it's further than two kilometres, obviously. Otherwise, you would have walked to it. So there's no reason for those cars to be all there. So there are people taking the piss. Of course there is. And I mean, it's, it's mind, mind you, it's not the crime of the century either. You, I, I, that's part of me that says I understand, and it should be for people who are just taking the whiz completely or being completely disobedient. But you know, we have to understand we're asking people to do something that goes against the very humanity of liberty. And I, and it's very difficult to say to somebody, "I want to fine you two and a half grand because you went for a walk." Yeah, I know. And one of my mates says, Jesus, Robbie, he says, if this extends from two weeks, I'll be licking the walls in the house next week. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like, it's, we're, in, we're in something that's different. It's, it's unprecedented, something that we've yes. ever seen before, and I don't think it's something that we'll ever see again, hopefully, you know. But I say to people, put it to you like this. If somebody attacked your grandmother, or if somebody attacked your mother, 
or your child, what would you do? You'd react. Yeah, I understand. And, and all the grandmothers and grandfathers, it's more important for them to be to be in lockdown you know? at the moment because obviously so, they're so, more at risk. So why would you put them at risk? Okay, well, we'll say them. Let me go to Valerie as well. Valerie, very quickly, because I've got about a minute and a half left. Valerie. No bother. Yeah, no bother. Um, um, you you no, think no, people that's... should be allowed to visit their holiday homes? Not everybody and families or anything like that. What I'm saying is there's different situations for different families. There's a lot of retired people, couples, or a person that's single that might have a second residence and they're going to isolate spots from their car, from their front door into their car uh, people might say, oh, you have to stop at a shop and get food. But even if you stay local, you have to stop at a shop and get food. We must eat. So I don't I, but, but see wait, that no, harm. Within reason, I think there's a common sense approach to this, Valerie. That's you, exactly my oh, point. I, I, no, no I, and I think there is. I think they, they have said already the guard will have a common sense approach. I mean, for example, it might say in your driver's license you live in one place, but you might actually be living somewhere else because you may not you live there anymore. You can have a second residence, yes. yes. You can live between two residences. And, you know, it might... It, yeah, there's, others, separated, might there's separated home. families out there, for example, who live at two yes. residences. And, and But I imagine the Garda Sheikhana will take that into consideration. I mean, it's only no, the people who are I taking the piss and going to a holiday home. I actually phoned them to ask, because I tend to... Li- I live between two residences. And I asked, could I go to my second residence this evening, which I had planned to do? But they said, no, wherever you are right now, you can't exceed two and a half kilometres from that residence. Mm. Yeah. And that, that was so you can't. That's weekend. the rule, and I won't break the law. And I will. Well, unless, back. unless, as I said to you, you're living in that second residence. Yeah, but the two yeah. kilometer thing was in before this weekend, anyway. You know. Well, the, well, Drew Harris has said that if you're if you're in a holiday home at the moment, for example, that you're to stay there. Stay there for the weekend. The day, yeah. Yeah. The thing kicks in tomorrow evening. It's only for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Well, this so, this legislation, particular legislation, but they said they said they can reintroduce the legislation as needed. Yeah. Yeah, it will yeah, be extended. Yeah. But I do not see the harm in a person, one or two people, going into their car from their front door, going for a drive, going up the mountain for a walk to get some fresh air. Well, the, well you, can, you might need to see the harm in that, Valerie. And I understand that you don't see the harm in it. Many people don't see the harm in it. And I, and I accept that. But the rules is the rules. And them's the rules they brought in. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.